What's up? Woo! Congratulations to Southern California, Los Angeles, City of Champions, Title Town. LZ, I think, is getting ready. He had to run into the studio because he was having technical issues. I know I'm Mo here. Oh, you are here. I'm Hello. Here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. We got you. We got you. Oh. Oh. You sound you okay? great. Oh. <laughs> you, you have a mask like, on. I do have a mask like on. You sound like you literally ran. <laughs> I did run. I did literally run. Yeah. Across the street in my long sleeve Dodger t-shirt. That I just bought, and now I gotta buy a new one because this one's all stinky now. Yeah. Okay, you can wash it. Wash it? I might wash <laughs> off the championship aura. Are you kidding me? Oh, I understand. I understand. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. gotta, you gotta save that. Yeah, just air dry it. It won't stink. Yeah, so air dry. Season, some air dry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are we still talking so, t-shirts? How how did everyone celebrate? Um, LZ, how did you celebrate last night? Uh, oh, you thinking I'm done? You think I'm done celebrating? No, 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 no. I don't okay. think I don't okay. think you're done. I'm just simply asking, how did you celebrate last night? Okay. Well, last night, as you know, I'm downtown. Yeah. And I immediately ran outside and started screaming and yelling like everyone else. Like, Wah! <laughs> now, as you know, George, I was drinking tequila the entire night. Yes, I do. So know. what I was saying as I was screaming, I cannot recall. <laughs> However, I was outside. I took video. I was so lit that I called into the show oh so that God. I could party with Travis. And oh I'm just God. going to assume, by the grace of God, I didn't say anything that would get me fired because I really don't remember the conversation. I've been there. But yeah, I did there. call into the show. I chatted with, with, with Travis for a little bit. And then I was in the streets until, I don't know, I mean, they were doing donuts there was fireworks everywhere. I bought like 15 t-shirts off the corner. Um, <laughs> like it, I freaking celebrate. I was texting everyone. I texted Dave Roberts. I, I texted Justin Turner. I texted like a couple other people affiliated with the organization because I was so freaking overjoyed. Keep in mind, I started crying in the eighth inning. Did you really? I was like straight up like, First, it started off real slow, like the Denzel Washington glory tier. But then <laughs> afterwards, as it was getting closer to closer, and I started thinking about all the times I would watch the Dodgers in other cities that I lived in. And I thought about all the times that I would go to Dodger Stadium during the postseason since living here and thinking this is the year, this is the year, this is the year. I've only missed two postseason games at Dodger Stadium since I think like 2016 or whatever it is. Like, I was so freaking happy. And the best part of it was that I was around people who were like-minded, mm. who were also, you know, huge fans, who were ecstatic, who didn't, who couldn't control the joy and the and the euphoria of it all. And just one last thing before I hand the mic back off to you, George, for those people who are talking about asterisks, and I hear you, I hear you. Who's saying that? There are people. There are people. You know, I don't want to sound like, you know, a president, but I hear things. <laughs> Some will say. People are saying. People are saying this is an asterisk yeah. year. I will say this. There is a punctuation involved, but it's not an asterisk. It is an exclamation point. Mm. Because this championship, very much like the Lakers in the bubble, had an aspect of it in terms of mental anguish that you can't replicate. You simply cannot. And to not appreciate that aspect of this game and of this tournament, of this postseason, is to take away the most important part of professional sports, 
in any situation. Yeah, no. Which is the mental aspect of the sport. For sure. And we we talked about that a lot, particularly during the NBA stuff. But Momo, how did you celebrate in the Valley? What was the Valley? Was the Valley valley lit? Um, You know, it was like kind of bedtime for Daniel. So I was like bad mom, all right? Is that a movie? no, I'm sorry. Bedtime for Daniel. <laughs> bedtime for Daniel. Yeah. No so bad moms, like, yeah. I was like, it was like 8:30, and I was like, I'm sorry, son, but I'm gonna have to watch the end of the game. <laughs> so it was like Nevin took the Nevin took that shift, and I just watched it alone by myself in the bedroom, and I just stood up the whole ninth inning and started clapping, and then like eight year old Momo came out, and I was doing like the Gibson fist pump, like for like the whole time, like it was just. I don't know. That's how old I was when they won the last time. And it's, I mean, it was, I don't know. I, I didn't cry since the eighth inning. I think I cried a little when the Lakers won too, because I was thinking about Kobe. But yeah, this one was not as much of a, oh, I'm a cry. This is like, oh, all those years of anguish. Like, I was just really happy for them. That was awesome. Yeah, thought- it, it, it was great to see. And I think a lot of it yeah. is when you think about it, um, you know, it, it's just it's the just ending for them is what yeah. I would say because of what they've been through. They they lost in seventeen to a group of cheaters. They yep. lost in eighteen in essence, even though they weren't they weren't the better team in eighteen. But they lost to another group of cheaters, and now they finally got their just due. And I feel like anyone who even if you're not a Dodger fan, right? Like if you're just listening, yeah. and you're 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 a transient, and you live like you, you gotta love the fact that they were able to overcome that. Like in sports. You know, for a long time, right, there always was this sense, regardless of the sport, the NBA or Major League Baseball uh, or the NFL, where you saw teams kind of bump their head against the wall a couple of times, right? And then eventually they break through, and I think that makes for a better story. And look, my wife grew up here. She grew up in Granada Hills, you know, and, and I've never, even with the Lakers series, okay, she was watching, but she had not been as locked in to a sports series like I saw her in this series wow. ever in all the time I've known her. We've been married for nine years. We've known each other longer than that. Like I have never seen her as locked in as she was in this series. She huh. jumped up and down off the couch. She ran around with my six-year-old. Like they, yeah. yeah, people are excited. 32 years is a long damn time, especially after what they've endured the last three. I also just really love baseball. Like, I don't know, do you guys do you, did you guys feel that in this game? Yeah. Like, it was a great game. Like mm-hmm. this wasn't just like somebody hit a home run or something. This was like Mookie Betts made up a great read of the ball, like slid home and just ahead of the, I mean, this was like Austin Barnes, the number nine hitter getting a hit and Urias. I mean, that guy that I just keep yelling his name out. I'm just like, Julio. <laughs> like, I mean, that guy, he is amazing. Yeah. He was fantastic. That guy, I, I gotta be honest. Like, I don't know if you could have voted him for MVP, but he should have been in that conversation. To have I, two yeah, games like felt, that. I definitely felt he should have been in the conversation. I thought, yeah, the, I really felt as if, you know, I'm you know what, LZ? Can you can you hold that thought so we can tease it to the other segment because we're up against here. We got a long break here coming up because people are selling stuff now that the Dodgers and Lakers. Are oh yeah, oh, okay, yeah. good for business. Uh, so Momo, thank you. I, I know you're coming back. You're coming yeah. back at five thirty uh, in your normal slot. Uh, yeah. Thank you for uh, jumping on just in case was LZ was having technical <laughs> issues. LZ was you. able to run across the street. I was like OJ at the, the airport. Yeah. <laughs> so, Momo, we will talk to you again in an hour, okay, and, and we will have more fun in an hour, and we'll keep partying with you. Sounds good. 
Thank you, Momo. Bye. All right, so Momo will be back at 5.30. Tim Kirkchen is going to join us, LZ, in 15 minutes. Uh, he was very, 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 very uh, interesting in regards to the way that game played out, particularly beginning in the sixth inning. So we will discuss his thoughts on all that stuff in a little bit. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. The Dodgers. The Dodgers. Are champions of the world, of the universe even, LZ. I would say the multiverse. Yeah. I would say Thanos would be like, you know what? I'm not going to snap them. I'm going to keep them around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are some people trying to make it seem like Justin Turner was uh, was Thanos uh, yesterday. Uh, Which, by the way, we have a a report from USA Today. Today, Today? LZ. Yes. uh, Earlier, I... Uh, mentioned the story in purgatory. The entire Dodgers team, according to Bob Nightingale of USA Today, with the exception of Justin Turner and his wife, were allowed to travel on the team plane back to L.A. All those people tested negative. Oh, that's great news. Yes. Um, so Test negative I, for what? The coronavirus. I'm just COVID. making sure we're on the same page. 19, yes. Okay. Um, so let's attack. Before you finish your thought from the last segment, let's attack that real quick. Um, my position on it is this. While if I were in his situation, perhaps I would have done things differently than him, uh, whether that's wear a mask the whole time, whether not even come out at all. Um, to me, all of this is a moot point once his teammates, his manager, all felt comfortable with him around. I can't tell grown-ass people what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they want to take on whatever risk may come with that, that's on them. Like, and I, so I'm not going to chastise the Dodgers today, like some people. I will. <laughs> That's not the way viruses work. That's just this. It, it was selfish. I understand why he did it. I probably would have done the same thing, and I would have been selfish too. It's selfish, and the protocols are in place for a reason. Not because you may be uh, in peril if you contract the virus. Someone else maybe. Someone else maybe, and. It's by the grace of God that no one else tested positive because there are a lot of families that were there. There were friends, you know, the reports that Kershaw's childhood friends were there to witness him win the World Series, which was awesome. Um, The way that the virus works isn't that you contract it so it only impacts you. It's the spread of it, hence pandemic. And so I thought it was a selfish move for him once he knew uh, he had contracted it to go back out and risk exposing other people who could have exposed people who may not have bounced back, who may not have not had any symptoms. Um, But by the grace of God, no one else was impacted negatively by this. Um, And he appears to be completely healthy and happy and obviously looks like he's going to have a a, a great recovery, and that's fantastic. Um, If I were in his shoes, I wouldn't have done anything differently. I probably would have ran out there too knowing that I had already been around my teammates without a mask the entire game, right? knowing it's the last game of the season, knowing we just won the World Series, and I helped, um, I would definitely would have ran out there and would have dealt with the consequences later like he is doing. But whether it was me, him, or anyone else, 
the act itself was selfish. Uh, no, I agree with that. Hence why I started this saying I would not have taken that tact. Um, but I, again, once his teammates and, and manager and everyone, uh, to your point, because they had already been exposed to him prior to him learning that he was positive, felt okay with that, I, then I, I'm not going to be the one to chastise them is it, just kind of my position. So I'm kind of like in the middle, uh, I guess, a little bit on that. Um, but to your point, I'm glad that everyone seems to be okay and everyone has tested negative and that he is asymptomatic uh, and that it seems like everything will be okay for him. Let me ask you this question. Uh-huh. Who are you most happy for? Whew. Because Tim Kirkton is going to join us. We're going to have to break here in about three minutes. But tell me who um, who you are most happy for. Jeannie Buss. Oh, wait, this is the Dodgers. Wrong team. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. There's so many championships, I, mean, I can't still, keep up. You could still be happy for GD Buss. Um, but I'm just saying about who are you most happy for in regards to yesterday? I'm sorry. We're just winning so much. I can't keep up. Which owner I'm happy for? Yes. Um, you know, it's a tie. It's a tie because I don't think there have been two figures in recent history that have suffered more or been ridiculed more in the postseason than both Dave Roberts and Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, I would agree. You know, like whatever Peyton Manning went through before his Super Bowl win, I think pales in comparison to what both Dave as well as Kershaw have dealt with. Because Peyton, for whatever reason, still was given the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Kershaw and Dave Roberts, all they received was doubt. Even, even last night. Even last night in the ninth inning, when you went on Twitter, people were still ridiculing and and, and thinking about and, and mocking what Dave might do to ruin the game. Right. Even as he had masterfully gotten us to this point. So I'm happy for those two gentlemen most of all because I think they've been the pinata in all of this most of all. Yeah, I, I mean, look, it's clearly those two uh, at the end of the day. They've been through the most – as to your point, ridicule. They've been through the most uh, chastising. They've been through the most mockery. And and look, I, it, when I tweeted out what I tweeted out yesterday, um, what the did you tu- tweet? I, well, Was I tweeted a out a trap? number of things, but I I, t- <laughs> I tweeted out a number of things. But one of the things I tweeted out um, was about those two guys. Like I specifically tweeted out, no one can ever make fun of Clayton Kershaw again. Them's the rules, you know. Like he is now a champion. And he was fantastic in this World Series. 2-0, pitched well, had a great postseason, I'll say, he was fantastic the entire year. Yeah. He was great in the regular season. He was greater in the postseason. He was fantastic in the World Series. And and I'm also happy for Dave Roberts as well because, to your point, he took a lot of grief. And I think being a manager, LZ, in baseball, specifically now with the way that front offices manage a lot of the stuff and micromanage a lot of the stuff, unlike maybe – you know, you don't have that as much in the NBA. You certainly don't have that as much in the NFL, right? That I think that the managing a baseball team, a professional baseball team, is as thankless a job as we may have in professional sports as far as someone who's supposed to have authority. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and I think that you and I have always discussed what a great man he is, and now he's a champion. So I'm with you wholeheartedly. We'll open it up to the phones at 877-710-ESPN. How did you celebrate? Who are you most happy for? We'll take your calls. Tim Kirkchin will also join us here in two minutes. We will talk to ESPN MLB insider, and really the GOAT at covering Major League Baseball, Tim uh, Kirkchin. Oh, you're bang because he is the GOAT. Yes, I yeah, was wondering yeah, yeah. what was happening there. Yeah. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Sedan and LZ with you here. Tim Kirchens supposed to join us here in just a moment. Let me know when he's on the line, folks. And we will chat with ESPN's MLB insider. One of the best in the business at covering Major League Baseball. We love him. Uh, one of the nicest men you'll ever meet, certainly. Certainly. And we will take your calls at 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776 as we're partying. We are celebrating. Um, I had a little blue last night, LZ. I only save that for very special occasions. Ooh. How many sippy sip, sips did you No, do? just one. Just one. It's a school night, man. Is it? Just one glass. I didn't even school know what night. date was. When I signed in, I was like, what's the date? I didn't even know. Yeah, I have no it's idea. It's a school night. Okay. Only, you know, only one drink. I am not young anymore. I, um, I'm older you than know, you. I get it, but I also, I'm, I'm also like, I, I didn't have a lot to eat, yet, eat yesterday. Like after the one, I was like, you know what? I need to snack on something because <laughs> I, I wasn't feeling so great. You got to, you got to, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it now. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Exactly, exactly. I crushed I've also, half a bottle. You believe that? I didn't realize what it kind was of happening. tequila? Reposado. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Dark and smoky. Nice. A little sippy, uh, sip, sip, sip. You know what else is nice is our friend Tim Kirkchen, who joins us here now, ESPN MLB insider, friend of the program, one of the best in the business covering Major League Baseball. Tim, thank you so much for joining us. I'll start here. When you look back at the, just kind of the entirety of this season for the Dodgers, what do you think is the defining reason that this Dodger team was finally able to accomplish its goal? Well, there are really three reasons, George. They had the highest, they had the best ERA in the major leagues. And they had, their ERA was .82 better than the next best in the National League. There's never been that big of a gap between first in the league in ERA and second in the league in ERA. That's how good their pitching was. They also had 118 home runs in 60 games. By the way, the 88 Dodgers hit 99 homers. The whole year and won the World <laughs> Series, they hit 118 in 60 games. Only one other team got to the 60-game mark of any season with 118 home runs. So you combined, when you lead the major leagues in homers and the major leagues in ERA, last done by the 1944 Cardinals, that gives you a leg up on everybody. And then, of course, you add Mookie Betts to the equation, the best defensive right fielder in the game, one of the best base runners in the game, and a dominant offensive player, not to mention a leader in every way. And he was the secret sauce that they needed to win the World Series. Yeah, I agree with you. I actually thought that Mookie uh, was the MVP of the series. I know what the stats say, uh, and they obviously heavily were in Seager's favor, but when I think about all the critical plays, defensively and offensively, and particularly base running in the steals. Um, I just kept seeing Mookie's face over and over again. Do you think the Dodgers win this World Series if we don't make that trade? Uh, yes. I 
I think they would have won the World Series anyway. I think their pitching was that good. And as great as Mookie is, and please don't take this as anything other than the rest of that team is so loaded. As you know, nine different Dodgers get a home run in the World Series. That's never happened before. They got a home run out of every spot in the batting order except for the seventh spot. That's never happened before. They hit multiple homer games in eight straight games in the postseason. That's never happened before. So they had a lot more firepower than just Mookie. But Mookie was unbelievably good. He changed games with his legs, his glove, and his bat. And he's a spectacular player. You know, Tim Kirchner with us here, ESPN, MLB insider, one of the best in the business covering Major League Baseball. Obviously, there is a lot of discussion in real time and obviously post uh, the game about Kevin Cash's decision to pull Blake Snell Tim, you've covered that sport for as long as anyone. What did you make of that particular decision? Well, I didn't understand it, and I still don't understand it. He had faced 18 batters, struck out half of them, only one hard hit ball. He'd thrown 73 pitches. He's a 27-year-old, 6'4-inch, 225-pound guy on full rest. He won a Cy Young two years ago. And look, I understand this is how the Rays have played all year. This is their M.O. This is the reason they went 40-20 and 20 is the way they have to use their bullpen and their rotation because they're not a big market team. However, when you get to the point that they were last night and you recognize, like everyone else, the Dodgers are really, really good. And if we're going to beat them, we're going to have to veer from the script here and they chose not to veer. There is no way that Blake Snell should have come out of that game. But this is not just Kevin Cash. This is a industry-wide issue now that we don't value our starting pitchers anymore. We're going to the bullpen way earlier. And I think the Rays went way too early last night. That doesn't mean they would have won the World Series if they'd left them in. The Dodgers are still the best team. But it sure didn't help their case that the best player on the field last night, at least for last night, got taken out of the game. Not to get too far ahead of ourselves, because personally, I'm still hungover from partying last night. But <laughs> um, what should they do with Urias and with May next season, based upon what we've witnessed over 60 games and, of course, the postseason? Are they starters? Yeah, they're both starters, but the beauty of the Dodgers, as we just saw in this postseason, is that those guys are starters and relievers. Urias was absolutely great in the postseason as a starter and as a reliever. May wasn't quite as good, but he can do both also, and he was effective at the end. He throws 100 miles an hour. You could use him like the Indians used to use Andrew Miller, just bring him into every key spot, fifth inning, eighth inning, whatever you need him, or you could just make him a starter. Either way, both those kids are going to be great pitchers in the big leagues. Both of them are really good right now, and that's why the Dodgers have such great hope moving forward. Those are their fourth and fifth starters, basically, after, you know, Price, Bueller, and Kershaw. That's that's depth like no other team has. Tim Kirchner with us here on the Celebrity Hotline, courtesy of Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Uh, Tim, you mentioned Kershaw there. 
you know, we've talked about him so long, for so long, with, uh, you know, on all these types of shows, including ours and with you specifically. Uh, what does this mean for him and his legacy? Well, it means we, we, we don't have to talk about this anymore. Thank goodness. We can end that narrative that he can't win a big game, even though he's won 12, 13 postseason games and has more strikeouts than anyone in postseason history. He's also pitched in 11 elimination games, six as a starter. So he's had his share of big games, and yes, he hasn't been as good in the postseason. He has in the regular season, not even close, but he was really good this postseason. I don't think it's coincidence that they didn't pitch him in relief this time, and he was fresh because it was a 60-game season instead of 162. So the legacy is, I think he was the greatest pitcher ever to not win a World Series. And now that's off his resume, and he's just going to go down someday as one of the greatest pitchers we've ever seen. Speaking of resumes, we have a gentleman on our team who has won an NLCS MVP, a regular season NL MVP, Rookie of the Year, multiple All-Star appearances, obviously the ring, gold glove. Has anyone in recent history had a better start to their professional career than Cody Bellinger? Yeah, I mean, Albert Pujols did remarkable things. Mike Trout did remarkable things. They both had a better start to their careers than Cody Bellinger. I mean, Trout, no one had ever finished in the top two of the MVP voting in each of his first two full seasons. Mike Trout did it his first five seasons. Albert Pujols' first ten years are, I believe, at least in the discussion for the greatest first 10 years that anyone's ever had. But having said that, Cody Bellinger has been a spectacular player. He's only won an MVP. He's won a gold glove. He's won a world championship now. He's a great defensive center fielder, and he runs so much better than the average person thinks he does. That guy's a star player, and he shows it an awful lot. Not as much in the postseason, but regular season, my goodness. He is a great player and will only get better from here. Tim, before I let you go, I wanted to talk about Dave Roberts here real quick. And I've come to the conclusion that if you look at all the professional sports, being a manager in baseball is probably the most thankless job of all the professional sports or coaches slash managers. Um, what can you say about the job that he's done here? Well, first, you can take the word probably out of that because it is a thankless job, and it's not a very high-paying job anymore, and our managers in the big leagues are not valued at all like they used to be. So Dave Roberts and almost every other manager out there today is under a great deal of stress because he, he like almost every manager, has to do what the front office wants him to do for the most part. So given all that he has had to deal with, I think he's done an exceptional job as the manager of the Dodgers. The job of the manager these days is to just get the the players ready to play. And the front office will help you manage the game, right or wrong, with their strategic recommendations. So I think we can change the subject with Dave Roberts also now and just say, all right, he won a World Series, he's won three pennants, let's just move on from here. Timmy, uh, LZ celebrated with some tequila. I celebrated with some scotch. What does Tim Kirchin celebrate the end of the baseball season with? 
I'll have Mountain Dew today. <laughs> Mountain Dew? You wild man, Kirkchen! Is, did you put something in it? It's a diet Mountain Dew, and I didn't put anything in it. I had to drive <laughs> home today um, from Bristol, so that took a long time. So there was <laughs> there was no celebrating, and there won't be any tonight. Because after I do all the late sports centers, I have to go to sleep. All right. Well, make sure when you do celebrate, forget the diet. Just go for the real Mountain Dew. All right, Kirkchen? Yeah, live a little. Uh, diet's the only thing I drink, and it's um, hooked on it. Sorry. <laughs> well, don't worry. I got your back in that department. All right, Timmy, thank you so much for always making time for us. Talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks, Tim. Okay, guys. See you. Take care. There he is, the great Tim Kirkchen with us here. Getting lit with Diet Mountain Dew. That's my guy. When's the last time you had a Diet Mountain Dew? I haven't had soda in a really long time, but I can explain that to you in three minutes and 30 seconds when we have what you need to know, which includes booze for the commissioner, boo, and why the cosmic world and karma was with the Dodgers in this one. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Thanks to Tim Kirchin for joining us there. If you missed Tim Kirchin, of course, you should always subscribe to the Sedano and LZ podcast on Apple Podcasts, the ESPN app, Spotify, Google, wherever you find your podcast. Uh, so, LZ, what you need to know, A, is that the Dodgers are awesome. B, that the Los An- city of Los Angeles is Titletown. But... See, yesterday, after the Dodgers won, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, who, let's just say, has been, uh, you know, the uh, focus of a lot of uh, abuse, right? And rightfully so, this past season, went up to hand out the trophy. Well, this season in particular. (laughs) uh, Went out to hand the trophy and was met with a reaction that I don't think he was expecting. Let me hear it, Laura. Let me start with the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. 2020 is going to be remembered Thank you. 2020 is going to be remembered He stopped for a long time like he was stunned by those boos is that fair to say and I haven't the slightest idea why Right me neither You're at a Dodgers game Yeah in the World Series Right what did you think we were going to do? Right. Especially after you let the stinking cheating Astros off. That's my point. Yeah. Like, what did you expect? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, um, And then when he was delivering the MVP trophy to Corey Seager, like, people literally on the internet yesterday were like, is he drunk? Did he just have a stroke? Like, is he just still so frazzled by the booze? Like, what is happening here? That was arguably the worst performance by a commissioner handing off the trophy we've ever seen. Now, look, maybe I'm just used to the fact that May he rest in peace. David Stern used to be like a wrestling villain oh, when it came to those it. situations. Give me your like, booze. Yeah, like I want all your booze, right? Your tears are like <laughs> wine to me. Yeah, yeah. And and Goodell, to his credit, has gotten way better with it. He was also very frazzled at the beginning many years ago, but he has grown accustomed to it. Manfred was stunned by all of it yesterday. Which 
it's good because we were stunned that he didn't punish anybody. So right. we're even now. Yeah, we are all even now. Uh, last thing for you in the NBA, and we'll ask Momo about this. She's going to join us at 530. Obviously, we'll talk a lot of Dodgers with her, but we'll try to sneak in some NBA at the end with her. Um, Daryl Morey to the Sixers. Now, you and I had a hunch. We talked about this a while back that this was a likely destination for him, and it turned out that we were right. Yeah, I mean, it's a good spot for him, just like it's a good spot for Doc. Now, the question is, does Daryl believe that he can make Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid coexist for a championship team? They can coexist for an all-star team. They can coexist for, like, a four seed and, and flounder out in the second round. But to build a championship team, do they believe they can coexist? And yeah. I would argue that Daryl Morey doesn't know the answer to that because he's yet to put together a championship team. Right, but I, I think, if I had to guess... There's going to be wholesale changes there. That's just yeah. me. Yeah. Um, Tobias think, is gone for sure. Yeah, I think there's going to be wholesale changes. Al Horford. There's going to be people. If you want something from the from the Sixers, now's the time. Uh, is, so, is AI still around? Yeah. Uh, no, AI is not still around. Yeah. That's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. So LZ, the Dodgers win. Yep. And uh, look, we've been talking about the celebration. We haven't yet to get to former Dodger expert Greg Bergman. And of course, Laura, who's back with us. Happy to have Laura back today. Uh, former Dodger expert Greg Bergman, what was your celebration like? I was yelling and screaming and opening the door and screaming out my apartment door. My, you can't my, tell. <laughs> I made sure that my girlfriend and her daughter sat and watched with me because my daughter... Uh, her name was Paisley. She sat and watched the the ending of the of the Lakers championship and the end of the Dodgers championship. And this doesn't happen very often. But right. I picked her up and threw her way up in the air, and my dog was going everywhere. Did it you was catch her? it was just a blast. Yeah, I, I did hope catch you caught her. her. Okay. I okay. did catch her, and then okay. I put her down softly. She did not land in a bad spot, so she is okay. But yeah, we were we were just all screaming. She was screaming, yelling. I had my dad calling me. He was almost in tears. I was on Facetime calls with all my friends. It was it was the most. It was. This is my, the, my favorite sports moment in my history of watching sports. I, I have to say, Greg, and you know I'm a big fan of yours, but uh-huh. there's a real correlation between you no longer being the person in charge of tweeting and victory. I mean, <laughs> sure, absolutely. I mean, I stopped, there really they, is. I was down three one. We were yeah. down three one when I stopped. Yeah. And then they and they won the World Series. So if that means that I don't ever do it again, oh well. Yeah, I'm still wearing the same underwear from yesterday. I'm scared to do anything differently. <laughs> yeah, Laura, how did you celebrate? Where were you? Were you at the stadium again? No, I was actually at work. Oh, I was here. Oh, that's right, with Travis. You were working with Travis last yeah. night. Yeah, so for me, I, I was working, but I was so full of emotions. Like, I was telling Travis after. I was like, I was three months. Literally three months and five days when they won last time. And... For me, just going back to, you know, 2017, 20 and whatever, all these other years. And it was like we were so close. And then finally we we got it. And I, we, you know, I was able to, like, see it a few seconds before everybody because we have that ability here. Right. You have the straight feed, right? right. The, the, so, the feed, that the direct feed. Yes. Correct. That's a so, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Elsie. So, sorry, Elsie. Yeah. So I saw that wasn't it. what I meant. And <laughs> it's okay. You'll be hearing from my people later. <laughs> That's not what I meant. But yeah, it was it was emotional. Uh, one of the producers was in here, and we just kind of screamed, and I cried, and I, 
you know, uh, LZ did call in and he didn't say anything crazy. Not that I remember. Which but. is amazing. Because girl. <laughs> well, especially after all that tequila. Girl. I don't know. I talked, to, I talked to Travis this morning and he was like, I don't know what was going on with LZ last night. I mean, he was slurring, but. You were slurring, <laughs> LZ? Do we have audio of that? I that was lit. Fantastic. He was lit. I was lit. And oh, I was, we need, come on, we I need was, to find that. I was lit and I was emotional. And Travis and I have been texting like the entire game. Right. And. You know, like, Travis is my dog, right? And I just wanted to celebrate with him. So I was like, oh, he's on the radio. I'm going to call him up. And it's like, hmm, in retrospect, perhaps that wasn't a smart idea. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we'll have the audio. We'll be the judge of that uh, after the fact. Um, former Dodger expert Greg Bergman, who are you most happy for? I, I am most happy for Clayton Kershaw. I am so happy that now we never had, like, the way that Tim Kirkshin put it was perfect he's no longer one of the greatest pitchers we've ever seen that hasn't won a title now he's just one of the greatest pitchers we've ever seen and that yeah. makes me so happy seeing him with his hands in the air and running out from the bullpen looking up to the sky and saying thank you it got me do you yeah, honestly I believe that dave would have put him in if it found themselves in an extra inning situation mm. because he I mean, was he, he wasn't a, a bullpen yeah he may not have had a choice he was warming up Right, yeah, maybe in like the 12th, 13th, 14th inning, but he wasn't coming in otherwise. I think Walker Bueller would have come in before Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, they interrupt? had him stretching. They had him stretching. Laura, who are you most happy for? <laughs> I was like, can I interrupt yes. for like two seconds? Let the. I really want to – I love Kershaw. I'm wearing his jersey today. I, I agree with everything you guys are saying. You guys are the sports analysts. But can we just be happy for Julio Diaz, please? Yes. Like, we please? can. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Can we say – And Gonzalez. Yes. But I just feel like I've been listening to a lot of people congratulate the Dodgers, and a lot of pictures are up there, and you do not see this boy in there. So I'm like, I don't know if it's because I'm Mexican. There's a there's more pride there, but yeah. you know, I no, think no, no. put I'm some respect on his name. I, I'm with you 100. percent In fact, you know, Jorge and I had a conversation about how, you know, I think media is missing a prime opportunity here. Because yeah, well, with him and Gonzalez, specifically a, local media. Yes, he's a bona fide star, and yeah. to see Cody Bellinger on billboards celebrating the World Series, and no shade Cody Bellinger. You heard my question to Tim Kirchin. I think his start is right up there with some of the greatest starters in baseball history. Mm -hmm. I know you talked about Trout and everything. Trout ain't got no ring. He hasn't been no, to the World know, Series he, three he, times. He, he, he's just talking about the individual No, I player. get it, but I mean, that's all part of it when you talk about the players, what they did, and not just when, but like how and everything else. But we need to give Julio some more shine, man. Way more shine. Yeah, listen, he is a – when they – there's a reason. Remember, um, who was it the the White Sox that they that they tried to trade – that they wanted to trade for originally, but uh, Friedman said no because they wanted Udias and Bellinger. Who oh, I was think it was it? Chris Sale, wasn't it? Oh, it was Chris Sale. Yeah, yeah, it was Chris Sale. And there's a reason that Andrew Friedman said hail to the no when it came to those two guys. He didn't know who Chris Sale was? No, he just he he valued Urias oh, oh. and Bellinger and thinks that they thought at the time that they would become stars, which I think Bellinger has, and I think Urias is if he's not there, he's on the precipice of it. Well, he's definitely made a huge announcement, and you know I know he's got the stuff to be a starter, but there is a vacancy for the closer position, and there's something to be said about being that dude that comes out and everyone knows game's over. You know, Ken Kenley had that title for a long time. Obviously, that title's no longer his. But we know all the great closers in baseball history. When they came out, 
It was lights out, game's over, let's get to the parking lot. And Julio has the chance to be that guy for us too. Julio Urias and Walker Buehler combined to be starters for the rest of their career with the Dodgers is so dominating for their po- for what they do in the postseason. The two of them as starters, as your one and two starter now, because Kershaw is probably your three now, you, if you put those two as one, two, you're not losing series. And I don't think that the way that Andrew Friedman does things is he doesn't even have a close. Well, and, and to Greg's point, uh, what I would say, LZ, and by the way, we'll open it up to you guys at 877 espn We'll take calls in the next segment, 877-710-3776, because Momo's going to stop by at 530. Who are you most happy for? We've all had different people. I, I've gone with Dave Roberts as my guy um you know lz has uh has mentioned dave uh greg has kershaw urias uh, has laura's mentioned and and look i think all those things can be true right like when you look at all those different people there's so many people on this roster that you can feel good for hell i feel good for andrew friedman too right like at the end of the day it was always like oh yeah analytics boy see what happens that stuff doesn't work and for all the grief that kevin cash is taking about analytics Look, the people that run the race learned at the knee of Andrew Friedman, okay? So uh, I I think all of this should be celebrated. But, yeah, look, Greg, ultimately I think that I I would lean towards your thoughts on this uh, maybe a little more. Just And and even with to your point, LZ, and I think Laura's point about Urias, dude, this is Los Angeles. Yes. Like how are, how are you not putting him on billboards? Mm-hmm. How are you not putting a kid from Sinaloa, Mexico, okay, Sinaloa. In, in this town on billboards? Why is he not getting more uh, love? Um, you know, all you have to look. Does he speak English? I'll put him on the show. Like, let's go. You know, I'll translate. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we we if any show can have someone who's Spanish speaking and we'll work it out is this show. So I don't care if he speaks English or not. He's speaking to the people. And the people would love to hear him talk because he's a hero in the World Series. He's a hero in the postseason. We don't win this without him. I don't think that's an overstatement. Uh, No, no. You're 100% (laughs) right, okay? He is a huge hero in this situation. He pitched... What did he give up? One run in, in in the entire stretch in the postseason? Like, think about that for a second. That is dominant type stuff. That is, and LZ, I know that you you say being the closer, but you know, to Greg's point earlier, man, we we talked a lot about the lack of starting pitching and oh my god, a bullpen game. If you got that guy slotted in in the starting rotation, we don't have to be worrying about bullpen games moving forward for a Dodger team that I think can be a dynasty. But there was a reason. Why we were texting and Twitter was exploding saying you got to leave him in the ninth because we don't have any other option right now that we all feel good about. So if you're giving me another option to feel good about, yeah, but then in yeah, the offseason, in the offseason, yeah, if, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you go in the offseason for the first time because it hasn't happened yet and give us an option that we all feel really good about, then yeah, I'm right there. But raise your hand if you didn't breathe a huge sigh of relief when Mookie got that solo shot for a little bit more cushion because you knew the ninth was coming and you weren't quite sure how it was going to fold. Yeah. Have you ever been to Sinaloa, Mexico? I have not. Yeah. How is it? I've never been either, so I'm just asking. Has, has, any, has anyone you, been? Yeah. Laura, have Laura? you been? No, I've been to Jalisco, but not Sinaloa. Well, I've been to Jalisco. Culiacán. Culiacán, yeah. Sinaloa, I'm a legend Mexico. down there in Jalisco. Oh. Yeah. Girl, you know me and PV now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right, 877-710-ESPN. Who are you most happy for? How did you celebrate? Let's go. We're going to open up the phones. We're going to have some fun here in just a second. Um, No traffic here, so we're going to be back in two and a half minutes. Momo's going to stop by at 5.30. Jerry Hairston Jr. of Sportsnet LA at 6.15. But let's get to your calls this second. We'll be back in two minutes. 